Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, you're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part every week by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspectech, and the lawyers at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills, and estates, corporate, and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion from professionals in the areas of insurance, mortgages, legal aspects, or building inspections, give these guys a call. They are wonderful people to talk with. If you would like their contact information, just visit the CFAX 1070 website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there. Or you can always find me online or on social media. I would be happy to connect you. Uh, My background as your host for the next hour is as a locally born and raised Victorian. I've been selling homes here in Victoria uh, for 28 years. I've overseen hundreds of transactions, so have basically seen almost every situation you can imagine. But new ones always pop up. That's one of the fun things about the real estate business. It keeps life exciting. If you need a seasoned professional for your real estate needs, you can also contact me. I'd be happy to chat with you. Uh, Again, you can find my information on the CFAX website or visit my own website, which is the Prime Real Estate Team. It's primeteam.ca. We had a caller last week with a very interesting uh, question. I had her actually write uh, a letter because it was uh, very detailed. And her issue was, how do you pick a reputable contractor? And how can a contractor or consumer protect themselves from getting ripped off? Our guests this week are Aldine Kerrigan. She's the VP Operations Manager for the Better Business Bureau, serving Vancouver Island. Uh, And returning to our show again is Casey Edge, Executive Director of the Victoria Residential Home Builders Association. We're going to start our show with that listener question. Uh, If you have a question or curiosity about real estate or a story to tell us, give us a call. Our hotline is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or again, find us online at the CFAX 1070 website. And we'll discuss it on the air. So... This is a little different because, like I said, uh, we had this anonymous caller actually email me um, uh, an outline of what happened to her. It is a three-page letter, so I have uh, edited it here. But there's a number of really important things that I think will give context to the uh, topic of our conversation today because I think it's really important. Um, so the letter, the letter starts... Um, I appreciate the value that your show brings to the greater Victoria community. The topics and guests are always interesting and helpful. Well, thank you. Uh, Pitfalls and difficulties of hiring professional, licensed, insured, reliable, and skilled people to do smaller projects and home renovations. As a homeowner, I've had several bad experiences with various contractors and trades. Some of them say that the job is too small or too large for a handyman. Uh, If it's too small, they won't bother. If they are handymen, they don't have the tools or can't do the job. So she's faced with being her own general contractor and hiring trades to cobble work together, which is a nightmare. Finding and hiring a reliable and skilled certified tradesperson to complete the work is an ongoing and very frustrating challenge. Uh, I have been deceived, she says, taken advantage of and completely abandoned by the so-called renovation professional several times, resulting in considerable budgetary problems, time, delays, stress, and anxiety. She says, I know people like myself who have had renovation PTSD. My goodness. Uh, She moves on. This is several paragraphs down. 
she did a kitchen renovation in a property, uh, started with a demolition. Uh, she interviewed a few contractors. Uh, she went with the one that she liked. Uh, the contractor gave her a quote that fit her budget. Then the demolition happened. Then request for money started. He wanted all this money up front. If he didn't pay, if she didn't pay him, he threatened to abandon the job. And once he had the money, the workers frequently never showed up. There were endless excuses. The kitchen cabinet maker showed up drunk on a Saturday night to install the cabinets. It was utterly heartbreaking, she says. It was a mess. Um, what? I just want to go a little bit further down here. Uh, more interviewing contractors. Uh, oh, this one here. So a final example is the surprisingly common practice of trades putting liens on homeowners' houses through the Department of Land Titles. That is, a far, that is far too common and easy for a disgruntled tradesperson to do. I personally know someone who bragged to me about how he does this routinely for fun to make, it, to make the homeowner's life miserable. He has now done the same thing to me, she says. I went through the process with a lawyer of having the lien discharged. As soon as he discovered this, he filed a claim with Civil Re Resolution Tribunal. Who even knew there was such a thing, she says. Uh, he is trying to extort money from me for a job that he was never hired to do and did not complete any work on. She says, I feel the system is set up to enable this kind of behavior. There really must be a better way. So the bottom line is we have a very disgruntled consumer here. Now, granted, we don't have all the details because uh, she's given me, like I said, three pages of stories. Um, there's always two sides to every story, uh, as we all know. But um, I have heard this from many people before and past as well. How do you pick a contractor? And when you, when you do make that selection, how do you make sure that you're getting what was promised? Because that is something that, that comes up on a regular basis. Uh, we're going to jump right in now, Ashley. And I want to um, uh, introduce to you our first guest, who is the, um, from the Better Business Bureau. Again, it's Aldine Kerrigan. She's the VP and Operations Manager for Vancouver. Aldine, thank you for coming. Well, thank you for inviting me. Um, so you heard what I just read. Mm -hmm. um, so let's start with, actually, let's start with the Better Business Bureau. Let's okay. talk about the okay. uh, operation. Uh, yeah. uh, tell listeners who may not know about what the BBB is. Okay, the BBB is a nonprofit organization. Um, we have a supply of thousands of businesses in our database. Some are accredited, some are not accredited. It really is one of the main resources that consumers can use to check out a company before they hire. Exactly what we're talking about today. Exactly right? what we're talking about. Yeah. So um, that's what we provide. We provide this, and it's a free service to consumers. We also have a dispute resolution process, ah. uh, which we, again, offer for free to consumers who have been, for whatever reason, unable to resolve a complaint with a business. So we have certain parameters, of course, um, as to what complaints we can accept. But if we can accept it, uh, we have a process where we send it to the business. The business has an opportunity to respond. It goes back and forth. Uh, the consumer requests a certain resolution. And we see if we can work out something with the business. Sometimes they get exactly what they want. Uh, oftentimes it's a compromise. And uh, so we're very pleased. And I think most consumers know about our dispute resolution process because we have hundreds of complaints per year that we handle for consumers. Well, it's nice for consumers to know that there is a third-party unbiased uh, mediator, as it were. For exactly, like this, right? exactly. That's what we are, Tony. We're, we're a completely neutral third-party. Mm -hmm. we, we basically facilitate 
uh, communication that apparently has broken down between the uh, consumer and the business. Because sometimes that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would guess that during many of these uh, mediations, uh, the, the, um, it all just comes down to miscommunication. It comes down to miscommunication for sure. And then, as you know, emotions start to run high. Uh, people, anger, anger in. comes into it. And uh, so the, really, that's one of the major causes of, of the communication breaking down. Because once that um, communication is broken, it's very hard to get it back. So that's where we come in. Yeah. Um, so the dispute resolution now, just a question here. Mm -hmm. uh, would that be f for businesses that are registered with the BBB or anyone? No, we handle complaints uh, against all businesses. Okay. Yeah, we have both accredited and non-accredited businesses in our database. And what we can say is that an accredited business has already pre-committed to responding to all complaints. We don't have that kind of commitment from non-accredited, although they do often and most likely respond to us. Yeah, because presumably, of course, anyone who signs up to the BBB uh, follows a code of uh, a standard, right? That's the difference between the non-accredited and the accredited businesses. I'd like to point out to consumers that our rating system is not based on whether you're accredited or not accredited. It's based on how much information we have about the business, mm -hmm. uh, the complaint history of the business, but it's not based on whether they're accredited or not accredited. Okay. So we're talking about contractors and uh, renovation people today, but mm -hmm. uh, the BBB would include all businesses, right? So, That's right. So across the entire spectrum. Yeah, we have, as I say, thousands of businesses in our database over multiple industries. And that's because uh, we try to get as many businesses as we can into our database. Uh, we have to have a, a minimum amount of information in order to generate uh, a business profile, yeah. business name, address, phone number, contact person. And beyond that, uh, we hope to get more information from the business, their business start date. All of this information goes into the algorithm that creates the rating. Oh. So you could see a non-accredited business with an A-plus rating because we have lots of information on them, as well as our accredited businesses. Got it. So now what happens if there is one of these... Um, bad businesses that gets bad ratings. And you know what? We're going to cover this when we come back from our break because we're going to have a break right now. Um, I think this is a really important point. So we're talking about better with the Better Business Bureau about picking a contractor. We're going to take a break back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking today about picking the right contractor or renovation person for your home. Our guests are Aldine Kerrigan from the Better Business Bureau and Casey Edge from the Victoria Residential Home Builders Association. Just as, a, just as a reminder, if you have a question that you'd like us to talk about on our show, give us a call. Our number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. And if you are a podcast listener, you can listen to this show and all, we have over 100, by the way, all of our past shows uh, on Google Play or iTunes. Just download us. All you need to do is search for The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe, and you'll find us there. Also, too... We have our home buyer and owner event coming up. It's on March the 9th at the Union Club downtown from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. You'll be up close and personal with myself and all of the sponsors from the whole home show here on CFAX 1070, including mortgage broker Denise Webster, home insurance manager Carrie Augustini, building inspector Carrie Smith, and the lawyers from the Sitka Law Group. You'll learn tips on buying, selling, owning, and insuring your home. There is limited seating. 
and tickets are only $25. That does include a light lunch. To register, go to the CFAX 1070 website, find us under shows, again, the whole home show with Tony and Joe, and you can register right there. We are giving away a pair of tickets every week until the event, so if you are the first person to email me, you'll receive them. The value of the two tickets are $50, but of course the event itself is worth so much more. My email address, here we go. Are you ready? Tony at primeteam.ca. That's T-O-N-Y at primeteam.ca. And I'll let you know if you're the lucky winner for the week. We are talking, we had a letter this week uh, from somebody who's had bad experience with building contractors and renovators. So consequently, we have in our studio today uh, and right now, Aldine Kerrigan. She's the VP Operations Manager for the Better Business Bureau of uh, Vancouver Island. Again, Aldine, thanks for coming. You're welcome. So the question that I brought up just before we went uh, to a break is um, if someone who is registered in the BBB does something really bad or gets really bad reviews, what happens? Okay, so we publish complaints on our website. Every business profile, as I said, has information that we have on the business. So we have a complaint history, how many complaints they've had, how they've dealt with the complaints. That's important and that helps to generate the rating. Mm -hmm. If a business uh, contravenes any regulatory body regulations, we put that information on their business profile as well. So that would be any industry that's regulated. Um, So that information is really helpful to people and that's why the BBB website is a great tool for consumers before they decide to hire a business. I mean, we have a certain number of tips that we provide as well. Um, I think the first thing that most uh, homeowners will do is they'll check with friends, neighbors. Yeah, who did your renovation? Who did your renovation? And of course, the obvious advantage is they're going to be most likely brutally honest with you. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to see the renovation firsthand. Uh, they might be able to tell you in hindsight things that they did wrong, things that they might do better next time. So that's a great way to find out um, a recommendation for a good for contractor. Sure. And the next thing we suggest, obviously, is to go to the BBB website. Yeah. So if they go to our site, bbb.org, they put in their location, they can search. If they know the business name, first of all, they can search under the business name. If they don't have any idea who to hire, they can put in keywords like, as you were saying, kitchen, bathroom, home renovations, mm-hmm. and a list will come up of businesses that are in our database. They can do a narrower search if they want. Mm-hmm. Um, if they only want to see the accredited businesses, they can do that. And then when they see the business names, they can click on the link and it'll take them to a full business profile where they'll find out pretty much everything they need to know about the contact information, the complaint history. We also do customer reviews on our website. Oh, customer reviews? Yes. Okay. Great, great, yeah. So somebody who's had a, a good, a, a good uh, experience with a contractor, of course, they mm-hmm. can. And as we try. all know, customer reviews. Um, in today's day and age. In today's everywhere. day and age, it's part of uh, doing business now. I know a lot of businesses um, may not be happy with customer reviews, but you know, it's one tool. It's not the only tool, and that's what we say. Mm-hmm. Don't just use one tool to find a great home renovator. Yeah. Use as many tools as, that are, as are at your disposal. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, the other thing that the BBB website has as well, are uh, it's, uh, there's so much education. There's things that, um, that can help people navigate through not just the contractor or renovation process, but anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a tips uh, section on our website. So it gives you uh, some information on what to uh, put into your toolkit in order to find your, your home renovator. And we also have links to some of the organizations like the uh, Vancouver Island 
um, um, Builders Association, Victoria Residential Builders Association, Consumer Protection BC, uh, Motor Vehicle Sales Authority, all of those regulatory bodies that we have and member organizations, we have links to them as well. So if you're doing your research, it's one-stop shopping. You can just click on the links from there. Fantastic. And before I forget, if people need to find it, again, you said bbb.org. Yes. Right? Is there a phone number or office here that people can go yes, to? Yes, certainly. It's uh, 250-386-6348. Great. Great. Yeah, I, it's it's so important to have this neutral uh, body here. Um, so many industries. We'll talk to Casey about this uh, in a moment as well. But, uh, you know, the construction industry, the real estate industry, we've all we all have associations that uh, are that um, uh, can do things like ensure that consumers are protected. There's some consumer protection there. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's what it's all about. So talking about the story that, that we read mm-hmm. a little bit earlier there, you know, obviously a really bad situation there. Can you think of anything maybe that she could have done or, or maybe should do? Well, I know it sounded like she was doing the right things. Um, she did, I guess, interview three different businesses because we always suggest you get three different businesses to sure. to uh, give you um, quotes, not estimates, but quotes. Um, I guess it's hard to say because, as you say, there's two sides to every story. But it sounds as though uh, the basis of it was a contractual one. Oh. Uh, we advise, obviously, everybody to get it in writing. And the, th- the features that we suggest, and probably Casey will have a better idea of the, the contractual end of things, but what we suggest is that before you even meet with the contractor, have a clear idea of what the scope of your project is. Know in your own mind so that you can explain it mm-hmm. to the contractor before you even get started. Um, and make sure that the decision makers... The people that the contractor is going to have to contact, the decision makers are on the same page. We've had the experience where maybe it's a husband and wife team, and if the contractor contacts one person, the answer might be a little different from the other person, (laughs) and that can raise all kinds of issues. I know that from my own personal Mm -hmm. experience. I get that, yes. And the other thing is set your budget. And make sure the contractor knows what your budget is going in. So when you have that sit-down discussion with him, he has an idea of the kind of money that you're prepared to spend and whether that vision that you have can be um, done within that, that budget. Um, also talk about the timeline. That's important. When it, what is your expectation as far as the start date mm-hmm. and the end date? And make sure that information is clear in the contract. Now, the contractor may say that's unreasonable. He can't do it within that period of time. But the important thing is to have the conversation, especially if it's about an event. Uh, a wedding taking place or you're having everybody over for Christmas dinner and it's really imperative that the renovation be completed at that time. And then, as I say, Casey can probably speak more to this, what type of contract? Is it a fixed price contract or is it a cost plus contract? Yes. That's an important thing to discuss with the contractor as well. And to understand that your definition of it, of the two, is the same as the contractor's definition as well. Because it may be different, for sure. So it sounds like in this particular case there were some issues around the contract. Yeah, yeah, and, and other things as well, too. I mean, it's it, it reads like a nightmare, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm guessing that the BBB gets nightmare stories Absolutely. Every once in a while. And, yeah. you know, one of the bigger problems is as the project progresses, uh, decisions are made and unmade, changes are made, and this is where we find the most problems. Mm-hmm. Nothing is written down. It's a conversation. And unless you write it down, you don't have the discussion about how much more is this going to cost me if I change this particular aspect 
of the con- of the contract. Yeah, well, that's a good point too, because sometimes maybe the homeowner might think, well, we should do this. It's, it won't be a big deal because they're there, but maybe it is a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really important to ask, how much is this going to cost if I change any part of this contract? And how much longer will it end up? You yeah. Know, will it yeah. will it be beyond that wedding that we're? And that's where communication comes into, Tony. It's who do I call? Yeah. How do I get a hold of them? Because sometimes you've got a tradesperson on site and a decision has to be made fairly quickly. So how do I get in touch with the consumer? Yeah. And and vice versa, how does the consumer get in touch with the contractor? What is the best form of communication? So important. Well, this is this is great stuff, Aldine. Thank you very much for coming. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be chatting with Casey Edge in just a moment, and we'll get you back in a few moments. That's the Better Business Bureau. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspect Tech, and the lawyers at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills, and estates, corporate, and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion from professionals in the areas of insurance, mortgages, building inspections, or legal stuff, give these guys a call. They'd be happy to chat with you. Uh, or, or if you need their contact information, sorry, you can visit the CFAX 1070 website, look under shows, and there you'll find us. The whole home show with me, Tony Joe, and all the information is there. We're talking today about picking a contractor or renovation professional and making sure that you don't get ripped off. We just had with us from the Better Business Bureau, Aldine Kerrigan, uh, the VP Operations Manager of Vancouver Island. Uh, and right now we have with us Casey Edge. He's the Executive Director of the Victoria Residential Home Builders Association. Casey, thanks for coming back. Pleasure, Tony. Uh, so you, you heard the story that, uh, that I read out, and this is probably something that you guys hear on a regular basis. We don't hear it too much, okay. not with our members. All right. What happens is people will call us uh, on the advice. To correct a, a situation, right? Uh, that happens, yeah. but also for advice how to extricate themselves from a bad situation that they're in. Um, sometimes uh, we'll just get referrals from a variety of um, places, organizations saying, call the call Casey, the Victoria Residential Builders, and, and, and talk to them. Okay. So uh, rarely involves our members. Um, what people have to understand is that uh, if you're building a new home, you're licensed uh, under the uh, BC Housing uh, Licensing and Consumer Protection. Um, if you're a renovator, there are no standards, there are no licensing uh, procedures. So th- it's very different hiring a new home builder yes. versus a renovator. Wow. Now, you or Aldine or any of your listens, listeners out there can hang out a shingle and call themselves a renovator. Take somebody's money uh, and, uh, and really not have any idea what they're doing. Uh-huh. That's the unlicensed, unregulated environment in which we work. A lot of our uh, members are both new home builders and renovators. Yeah. So the best way to protect yourself is to hire somebody who's associated with an organization like the Victoria Residential Builders Association or, or you've done your diligence, uh, you've checked out members of the Better Business Bureau, but somebody who has some affiliation with an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's critical. The, the, so y- you've got to hire somebody who's a professional 
who's been in the business for some time and uh, a member of the community, like yourself, Tony. I mean, you're very involved in community activities. Uh, good contractors are often involved in, in, oh, for sure. in those kinds of activities as well. Yeah. Um, the other point is uh, contract. So we have contracts that were drawn up by the law firm Reed Pope mm -hmm. to make sure they're fair and balanced for both the consumer and the contractor. And there are um, sections that involve what happens in a dispute, uh, what happens, uh, how uh, a uh, contract is terminated by a builder, how a contract is terminated by an owner. All of this is in, the, uh, is in our contracts. And as Aldine pointed out, a lot of the issues will arise over changes in the job, um, the costs of that. We have change order forms. Uh -huh. Any change sh uh, should require both the uh, consumer and the contractor to sit down, go over what the change is, and um, have and what the writing. costs are. Yeah. So that at the end of the job, you don't have a big dispute going on over who said what and, and how it all came about and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Stepping back a little bit, talking about um, uh, having having accredited, you know, making sure that the contractor, the the new home builder uh, slash renovator, because as you said, uh, new home builders, of course, could do renovations as well, but it's not necessarily true in reverse. That renovator doesn't have any sort of criteria to meet or anything. Right. You know, something that that we hear and I've heard, and I think she kind of wrote this uh, here as well too, was. Talking to some builders, you know, uh, quotation builders slash renovators, and, and the question that she would have posed is, are you accredited? Are you licensed? And sometimes the answer is, oh, well, you know, we're going to save you money by not having to pay, you know, dues and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that should be the number one red flag that pops up. If I'm always amazed that people will do more diligence buying a toaster or a television than they will on a $100,000 renovation. Yeah. Um, uh, what you need is you need a quality organize, uh, you need a quality contractor and a quality job done. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows if you buy a cheap product, you can expect that product not to last as long as a well-made product and a more expensive product. So have a realistic idea of what your job is going to cost. And, by, and you will get a realistic idea by contacting several co contractors and, and getting estimates. Mm -hmm. If somebody comes in with a lowball offer, then you know there's a credibility issue. Well, so that is something that, that also seems to be kind of common uh, that I've heard where, where people say, yeah, we got these quotes. And there was a couple of guys that came in ridiculously low. It's it's that it's almost as if they were bidding for the job. And the the concern, of course, is is that what you get at the end of the day, right? A lot of the trades, good trades, uh, work for the contractors, and they're paid a reasonable uh, salary. Yeah. So the people who are doing your renovation or building your home are the trades. The builder is overseeing the trades. You want quality trades building your home or yeah. doing your renovation. Yeah. If you're lowballing the trades, buddy just came in from who knows where, yeah. and uh, yeah, can pound a nail, and this is the guy, you're saving a little bit of money, and a contractor is hiring that guy. 
a lot of the really good trades work for the builders. You can't even find these trades because the builders keep them busy. The builders keep them busy. Yeah, and and these trades really know their business. That's who you want to hire. If if you're looking for something else, trying to lowball the the job, then fine. But you're going to end up in situations like perhaps like the writer. Yeah. Well, it's it's the age old adage, right? You get what you pay for, right? Exactly. Yeah. I you know I, a quick little story that I had uh, a number of years ago was I've I've got this huge hedge at my house, and I thought because my arborist uh, actually um, he left the business. So I thought, what the heck? I'm going to put it out on Craigslist that I'm looking for uh, yeah, hedge guys. And I got, I think, 12 or 13 people that came by and wanted our business. Uh, and the, this, this, the um, spread was huge. And there was one guy who um, his figure was a third of what the cost should be. And, you know, one of our questions, which we'll touch on as well, too, is WCB, right? right? Covered under workers' compensation. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we don't worry about that. It's just the red flags are up, you know. It just it didn't make sense. And, and at that time, I was like, how do consumers figure out things like picking a contractor? Because, man, it is just, it's so complicated. Well, if your contractor doesn't have WCB, then if there's an, an injury on that site, they're coming after the homeowner. Mm-hmm. So they have to understand what the costs of, of that, the real costs are, potentially. Yeah. So we have something called an expression of interest online. And it's quite popular. It's used quite a bit by people looking for a new home or renovation. And they just uh, type in their name and uh, their project, what they're looking for. Uh, I send it to our contractors because we don't know who's available. We're in a very busy time right now. So people, one of the issues that was raised was, you know, don't have time to do the job. Well, we don't know. We have about 100 contractors in our association. And... um, we don't know who's available either, but when I send out this expression of interest to the contractors, um, they may have a window of opportunity between jobs or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and um, uh, they will uh, respond and get back uh, to the uh, to the consumer, and um, and they will get several a number of responses from uh, contractors who are members of our association, and then they can go from there. Great. So that's on the website. That's on the website. All right. And the website again is vrba.ca. Perfect, perfect. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to pick up our conversation with Casey uh, about picking the right contractor and renovator for your home. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking today about picking a contract, a reputable contractor or renovator for your home as a result of a letter that I got from a listener. In our studio today, we have Aldine Kerrigan. She's the VP Operations Manager for the Better Business Bureau, serving Vancouver Island. Also, actually, the Gulf Islands, Haida Gwaii, and Powell River. Uh, and also Casey Edge, the Executive Director of the Victoria Residential Home Builders Association. Uh, just before the break, we were talking with Casey about uh, being able to go online. Um, it is so true. You know, people forget about the fact that uh, contractors are not sitting around waiting for people to call them. They they're often have their crews out working on things. They may not be available for six months or a year or whatever, right? Right. So plan. Yeah. You know, know that your job isn't going to take place next week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and also... Uh, the way you get the best price as well is by saying you have time to do your job yeah. and they can fit you in to their schedule. Something else to point out is that uh, when you make a change in the job, the contractors lined up the trades. Yes. When you start making changes and, and a lot of changes, um, 
those trades have to be told you're not coming in we've got a uh, the consumer has changed the tile or, or whatever it is that ad that adds costs because their price has been determined on a certain timeline and bringing the trades in at a certain time the project set up and now changes are being made yeah so a small change can have a cascading effect that affects the whole thing it can and so you know you want to you want to make as few changes as possible in your job work with the contractor uh, you know if you're unhappy about something let the contractor know ASAP yeah so what I just heard you say basically is if you plan ahead and you've got everything laid out with absolute clarity that is really the best way to go. Absolutely. Because if you're making changes on the fly, that's where all the ugliness comes in. That's where we get these complaints that come into the BBB or whatever, right? The trades are working on multiple jobs, not just your job. Yeah. One of the challenges here, and, and when I do talk to consumers call me, or I'll talk to them, I'll try to bring them up to speed on how the industry operates. And, uh, and what we're dealing with here is really a lack of understanding or knowledge about how the industry operates. Well, why can't you just bring your trades in? Because the business model now is you don't, the contractor doesn't have 50 trades working for him. He's, uh, it's a subcontract situation. So these, uh, whether it's framers or, or, or whatever it is, they have their own businesses. Mm -hmm. And um, the, con the, the builder is, is subcontracting out the job to that trade. So they're off doing other projects. Um, and uh, and so when those changes take place, everybody's schedule changes. Yeah, because there's so many moving parts. Yes. There's so many moving parts, you throw, the, you throw a wrench in, uh, in the machinery and everything goes out. So the, the more the consumer understands the business model and how their home is being built, uh, the better uh, understanding they're going to have of the of the issues that could arise. Yeah, you know, and it reminds me too, I, I think this is another uh, reminder about how I, how builder contractors probably prefer doing new build from the ground up like a spec home as opposed to a renovation because there's so many variables that can happen in a re renovation. Not knowing, you know, what happens when they open up a wall or dig into the ground or something, right? There are, and then there are also the issues that arise, for instance, uh, more strict regulations on uh, asbestos mitigation. Oh, of course. So a lot of homes um, have asbestos, whether it's in the drywall mud or the tile or whatever it is. Material handling. All yeah. that and in the insulation. The asbestos in insulation was uh, was uh, subsidized by the federal government through the <sighs> yeah. uh, uh, CHIP program yes. back in the 70s. Yeah. And, uh, and they actually created uh, something called the Asbestos Institute and put asbestos in the building materials. So now they've discovered that the asbestos is dangerous, and so asbestos testing has to take place. Uh, consumers should be aware they now that that's that's under uh, WorkSafe BC regulations. Um, consumers can go in and start uh, dealing with asbestos on their own with no regulation, but then they expose and it's dangerous, and it's health. dangerous, yeah. and they expose their families to uh, oh, serious uh, health issues. So there's a you, lot. You know, we, we're going to get you back because uh, this is a whole other conversation, right? That is, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but getting back to the, the story at hand, Aldine uh, from, uh, from the BBB, you, you heard the story. We talked about uh, this whole thing about a lien. 
So she had a lien uh, uh, popped on her property. You bump into this every once in a while, right? Yeah, that's part of uh, the complaints that we get often. Uh, the consumer is surprised because they've paid the contractor for the job. Yeah. What they're not aware of is, has the contractor paid the subtrades? And if they haven't, the subtrades can and do put a lien on the homeowner's house. It comes as a total surprise most of the time, wow. and they don't know what to do. Wow. So, Casey, uh, tell us about that. So, every consumer should require um, uh, a 10% holdback uh, under the Builder's Lien Act. So, uh, so 10% of the job is held back uh, for a period of 55 days after substantial completion of the project. That ensures that the there is there are funds available uh, potentially to to pay uh, trades who have not been paid. Uh, often, consumers are unaware of the holdback. Mm-hmm. Um, legit- if, if you're dealing with a like legitimate, a, yeah, uh, illegitimate, uh, uh, legitimate radio. contractor will have no problem with okay. it. Um, illegitimate contractors, they don't want to bring it up, especially the ones that are saying, "I want, I want fifty uh, percent up front, or I want a hundred percent." No, legitimate contractors have um, relationships with uh, uh, whether it's uh, Slag or Lumberworld or, or whomever it is. And uh, uh, you don't need to pay a contractor 50% up front or, or whatever it is. So as soon as contractors start talking like that, uh, you want to, uh, the red flag should go up. Okay. Uh, and when you say you want the 10% holdback under the Builder's Lien Act, uh, and they, uh, they, uh, to resist uh, resist uh, to that then um, again red flag up this is the legitimate way you go about doing your business and protecting yourself and uh, if the, if the contractors uh, uh, disinclined to enable you to invoke the uh, regulations for uh, doing a, a project run away yeah so and again just for our listeners here what that builders lien act is the consumer is holding back 10%, so the contractor is not getting fully paid out right. until, and the provision is 55 days after substantial completion. So, Correct. So it's, it's an insurance policy to make sure that those trades, those sub-trades are paid, right? Again, be aware of your protections. Yeah. Perhaps the letter writer wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to look after you better than you. Uh, so uh, when you ask a friend about a contractor, uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, you are responsible for doing your diligence. You're far better off talking to the Victoria Residential Builders Association, Mm -hmm. uh, the Better Business Bureau directly, than you are talking to a friend. Because I've had lots of calls where somebody said, well, they did a great job for my friend, but my job's a nightmare. That's very (laughs) common. Uh, So so make sure that you you do your own diligence, uh, educate yourself about the process, and, and talk to organizations. Well, I mean, maybe it's both. I mean, to, to get that recommendation from a friend or family member, but make sure you still do your due diligence. Because yeah. just because it's not automatic that they're going to be awesome with you as they were with your, your friends, you still got to treat them as if you were doing the due diligence for any for any party, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Aldine, what, what other things might people want to consider? You, you brought up some great points mm-hmm. earlier there. Um, I mean, the Better Business Bureau is here to protect consumers, right? Sure. Well, once they've picked, as we said, we'd like them to get three different quotes going on. And once they have made a decision as to which three businesses they want to contact, 
I think uh, they should meet with the contractor in person, obviously. Um, go over the homework that you have done in advance, what I mentioned before about the scope of the project, the timelines, etc. Go over that with your contractor. Um, at the meeting, it's, it's important that they answer all of your questions before you agree to hire them. Um, if they are willing to give you the time, if they have the time, that's great. And make sure you take notes at this meeting. Yeah. Ask yourself if you think you can work with them. I know that the, um, the writer said that she had met with him and she felt that the communication and that she had a good rapport. But that is really important, that you have a good rapport. That, you know, the feeling that you get when you sit down and talk to somebody and you think, I can work with this person. Um, communication, as I said, is really important. Find out from the um, the contractor what is the best and most efficient way that I can get in touch with you when I need to. Yeah. Is it a text? Is it an email? It is a is it a phone call? Um, and ask their preference. Um, they ask what your preference is as well. So, as I said before, if they need to get a hold of you quickly, how is the best way to do that? Um, and the change of work orders again, as Casey was mentioning, they have specific forms get that in writing signed by both the contractor and it's okay and the for the consumer. consumer to insist on that absolutely because the, the the builder might say oh we don't need that it's okay get That's it right. in writing right and that is another one of the complaints that we get there's been a change it wasn't in writing he said she said they assumed it wouldn't cost any more money and when they get their invoice at the end of the job indeed it did cost more money ask the con- the contractor for references. Mm -hmm. Now, I know it's difficult if it's an inside renovation. You're not going to actually see the project. Uh, They're obviously going to give you the names of only the people that had a great experience. But at least you're asking the question and it makes them think that you're doing your due diligence by wanting to know previous projects and what they were and how they went and if their customers were happy. Mm -hmm. If it's an exterior one, that's easy. You get an address, you drive by, you see the job maybe from the exterior, you get some sort of a sense of, um, of, of how it all turned out. Certifications. If the contractor is claiming to have certain certifications, make sure you follow up on them. That's one thing. See them. That's one thing that we do with our accredited businesses. They tell us what organizations, what certifications they have, we check those out. We verify that what they've said is, in fact, true. WorkSafe is an important one. We verify their WorkSafe coverage to make sure it's active and in good standing. So that's another um, uh, way that we can help consumers by having done part of the due diligence for them ahead. Great. Well, again, if people need to uh, do some research through the Better Business Bureau, mm-hmm. uh, or even if they're a business, they should consider signing up if they haven't already, right? Absolutely. Um we consider ourselves, um, we're trying to encourage uh, fair marketplace transactions. Mm-hmm. And if we can get agreement from businesses that they are willing to um, abide by our code of business practices, uh, we have about eight of them, um, integrity, building trust, that means having a good track record in the marketplace, responding quickly and professionally to any complaints that are sent to them by the Better Business Bureau. Um, these are the kinds of things that we want from a business who wants to be accredited with us. Excellent. And the website again? It's bbb.org. And then the, you just locate the market You area. put in your location and our, our website will come up. Great. Well, thank you very much for coming, uh, Aldi. And uh, Casey, uh, great to have you again. If people need to reach the Victoria Residential Home Builders Association. 
brba.ca. And if you want to see some fabulous projects, go to careawards.ca. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Well, thank you both for coming. Very, uh, very enlightening conversation. And to our listeners, uh, we'll be here for you this time next week.